0: Hello everybody, thank you very much for downloading this week's episode of the Cinema Catch-Up Club. This is just to let you know that the Cinema Catch-Up Club has an official Patreon page. If you'd like to become an official member of the club and get some bonus goodies, including early access material and bonus features only available to our patrons, then please join up at patreon.com forward slash podcast. And now for this week's episode. Hello everybody and welcome to the Cinema Catch-Up Club, the podcast for films that you probably should have seen by now. I'm your host Stephen Plant. thank you very much for downloading this week's episode. And this week we're watching John Wick. I have no idea what's going to happen, <laughs> I haven't seen it, all I know is that Keanu Reeves is in it. And he has a gun, so is it The Matrix? Maybe! Uh, Joining me we have, as always, someone who has seen the film and someone who has not. Our guest who has not seen the film, it's Carmen Doley! Hello,
1: Stephen! How How are are you? I'm
0: good. How are you, Dr. Carmen? I am very
1: good. Thank you, thank you.
0: Yes. Um, John Wick. Yes. um, You haven't seen it. And no. I haven't seen it. No. But I understand that you've seen the second John Wick film.
1: Yes. So this is a little bit of cheating, but I have seen the sequel in the cinemas, but I have not seen the original John Wick.
0: Okay. So given that you have seen a John Wick, but not this specific one. Yes. What can uh, myself and other people who've never seen John Wick be expecting?
1: Um, basically, everyone has a gun.
0: Everyone has e- a gun.
1: Everyone. You walk down the street, everyone has a gun. Right. Yeah.
0: Excellent. <laughs> so it's America.
1: Yes, yes. Excellent. (laughs) Sorry,
0: America, but face facts. If you're going to have open carry laws like that, podcasts are going to make fun of you. Joining me uh, as well, someone who has seen the film uh, and knows all about uh, what's going to happen, it's Jason Doley.
2: Hello, how are you guys?
0: Yes, that's right, guys. It's a Doley special.
3: Yay!
0: Uh, Last time uh, you were both on together, it was for Oliver. So how similar to John Wick is Oliver or vice
2: versa? (laughs) Um, ooh, not. Okay. Um... Was that the last one or was it a, um, Run, Lola, Run?
0: Uh, Run, Lola, Run was before we did Oliver, I believe. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. yeah. I feel
2: like there's been
1: some since, but then Jason has done some with other people and, and I've done, done some. some with other yeah. people and yeah.
2: But yeah, no, anyway, um, yes, no, John Wick, not like Oliver, John Wick is good. It's good? I, <laughs> I think it's... It's one of those films that kind of sticks with you for a little longer, and Mm. I think it's almost perfect for the Cinema Catch Up Club. Anyone who's just seen this and hasn't seen John Wick, I really hope you follow the pop in your DVDs and do the whatever Stephen usually comes up with thing, because this is a film that's good and it's one to talk about, and it's one, it's just good. Mm. I I think it's going to be hard, it's going to be easier to describe with you guys when it gets there, and I don't want to start. The, the dog bits
1: aren't going to uh, upset us too much? No, not okay. too much. Okay. Um,
2: I think there's a, there's some buffers there as well, okay. slightly, yes. that will help with that. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, but- one of the few things I know about John Wick is that um, there is some dog stuff involved. Yeah, And it's one of those things where maybe not discussing it now, but it's also one of those things which is pretty much the first thing you hear about John Wick yeah. is that the dog is important.
2: Yeah. The dog is important. And it happens. Yeah. There's, um, we talked about this with downfall with Anna mm. about that when you, um, when something happens, things happening to dogs Yeah, and, um, you're always concerned because the dog's such a, it's it's a walking trope in a way, Mm. a dog in a lot of things. So I think we're going to, we're going to have fun with it. I'll say that much. Yeah, it's, and it's good. And then the guns as well, that's something we'll have a lot of fun talking with as well. And what kind of film this is. And your comparison to The Matrix Mm. is probably going to pay out quite interestingly as well. Oh, excellent.
0: Yes. Okay. Well, uh, with all that being said, uh, the reason we're covering uh, John Wick is yes. John Wick 3 is coming out uh, shortly in cinemas. Mm-hmm. Parabellum. Yes. Uh, bless you. Uh, yeah. But um, what do you... Um, I suppose it's something that we're going to get into a bit more in the in the second half of the programme, but are you looking forward to John Wick 3?
2: I am. I am. I, in fact, got some tickets, but then I had to give them up. Oh. So, to the opening night, because I had something else on. Right. Um which is a real shame and I think I went to one of the premieres for Perth as well for John Wick 2 which mm. is I think did you come to that one or did you come to the second time we watched it
1: maybe I think it was with a friend of ours that we watched it yeah I, well, co- I could be wrong was I it don't Tom? Remember. yeah it might yeah, have it was been Tom, Tom. Yeah, yeah I think
2: it might have been that one then yeah mm. okay yeah
0: All right. Well, with all that being said, shall we watch John Wick? Yes. Let's do it. Okay, for those of you listening at home, pop in your DVDs and prepare to check into the Continental as we watch John Wick.
2: It's been a long time, Jonathan.
0: Welcome back, everyone. That's right. Much like uh, John Wick himself, we have returned. And we are the uh, the podcast men or boogey people who are going to talk about <laughs> Baba this. Baba Yagas. Baba Yaga, indeed. Uh, bless you. I'm joined once again <laughs> by uh, Carmen and Jason Doley. Hello. Hello. So, uh, Carmen, that was your first time watching John Wick 1. Yes, it was.
1: Uh, what mm. did you think of it? It was good. I really enjoyed it. It's not like the kind of movie that I would actively
3: <laughs> seek out by any
1: means. But um, I remember enjoying the second one in the cinema, um, but having to have a lot of stuff Set up for me just to put it all in context. Mm. So it's actually nice to go back and actually watch how that's all that context is set up in the first film. And it's mm. a lot of um, it doesn't tell you everything right away. It just it kind of shows you things and then explains later, which I think is is good. It's exciting. It keeps you interested, and yeah. it's just it's kind of fun. It's like video game level violence. <laughs> um, It's kind of, it reminds me a lot of Die Hard in that It's just so over the top, but it's also quite cathartic and enjoyable.
2: There was a bit of that. It is quite, it's the Die Hard for our generation in a lot of ways. Mm -hmm. You could argue it's our super action film. Yeah.
0: It's, I mean, this is my first time watching it as well. And the entire time, uh, Mm. stylistically, the the level of action, I was finding myself being reminded of uh, the video game Max Payne 3. Yeah. Which mm. is very much about um a, a similar sort of character who left this sort of life of like crime and that kind of thing behind him, although Max Payne was a cop. Uh yeah. and then, you know, his his wife tragically died, um, and things like that, and so Max Payne has now come back into it. But just that that sort of the way it's shot and the way it's presented was very much similar to the style of that particular game. And mm. it's it's a very stylized look which I think works fantastically well for action films yeah Yeah. and I had just a great time watching it even though it's it's, you sort of know okay they're going to turn up and shoot a bunch of things Um, how are
2: we going to shoot them and how interesting is those shots going to be literally From a camera and from a gun. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And there were times where, like, in that fight scene at the end where he's shooting them in the car and that guy rolls yeah. over the top and he just shoots through the roof of the car. <laughs> yeah, he giggled. <laughs> I giggled. That was, that was fun. That yeah. was fun and silly and I really
2: enjoyed that. And I, I just
0: enjoyed the sequences in general. Yeah, yeah, it yeah is they, good were fun. They're they were great. They were all really set up.
2: good. And I remember thinking, I think um, the first fight scene they have, um, the one, the reservation for 12 in his house, mm. I remember that being way longer and way more over the top the first time I watched. And then when I watched, it, I'm like, nope, this is kind of maybe because I'd watched two more John Wick since. Mm. It's like, nope, this is kind of what to expect. This is a taster for the beginning. And I remember yeah. being blown away the first time. Yeah. yeah. And the second time, I'm like, yep, 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 cool. Shot a guy through a uh, wall. Yep. That was good. Shot a guy in the leg because he's popped his leg out. Yep. Things like that. Yeah. But, and then the cop rocks up.
0: Yeah, Jimmy the car. Jimmy the car. I love Jimmy. Just, yeah. Wait, noise complaint? Yeah, yeah, yeah. noise complaint. <laughs> I, it's,
1: it, yeah. It just makes you wonder, like, has he done something? What has he done in the past to intimidate Jimmy? That Jimmy's yeah. not doing anything.
2: Or even, like, <laughs> it's, it's, I think Jimmy's quite a good one because he is the first hint that there's an extra world here because if, mm. you, if you look at the structure of how John Wick starts, it's normal, 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 normal. And then you get into... This idea that this is this fantastical, I think fantasy world is almost the best word for it, It, where there's this underground below us that is civilized and almost above us Mm. in a way. They have their own currency, they have their own rules, they have their own things, which is... Much more expanded in the second one. Yeah, mm.
0: it's, it's like a violent Harry Potter. Yeah. It, it, yeah. Like, it, yeah, it did almost, have those yeah. feelings of like, oh, we're going into this room, which is hidden inside the, the real world. And, you know, the, the whole yeah. idea of the, the hotel, the Continental. Yeah. The Continentals
3: uh,
2: yeah. are one of the best bits about these entire things. Yeah. It's, mm.
0: It is fascinating how they've done that secret world thing.
2: Although I question the currency, like the translation rate. Yeah. yeah. Because yeah. it's literally a coin to get into a nightclub to get a free drink. And it's a coin to dispose of a body, mm. it's but like, it's
1: also a coin to look after an assassin.
2: Yeah, it's a yeah, it's a co- It's this one coin. Mm. Like, I'm pretty sure in John Wick Two, they buy a drink with a coin. I'm like, is that coin worth a person's life? Because you kind of <laughs> using them for that too. Maybe they're different shades of gold. Gold. We, we yeah, yeah. You might maybe. not be able to tell unless you read the Latin or something. Yeah. Or yeah.
0: maybe you have to have, like, killed someone. It's a bit like Harry Potter, where you can only see those horses, the, 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 <laughs> the horses <laughs> the that festivals. drag the carriage. Yeah. Maybe if you've killed someone, you can read on the coin yeah, what it's well, actually How much worth. actually <laughs> worth, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to continue with this Harry Potter thing the whole way through. Really? <laughs> uh, yeah, I think, okay. I think I think it's definitely the same film. Um, <laughs> the way it starts, though, it's it, it very much, uh, you were saying, Jason, it's very much in a show-don't-tell or show-to-tell mm. uh, way of storytelling. Yeah. Telling. And
2: tell then show. In yeah, a way. yeah. It, it, or no, show then tell.
0: Yeah. yeah, it's really interesting how they show what is essentially, I would say, a fairly typical setup for a this sort of action film, where it's like somebody loses a loved one. Yeah, um, and that's how they get back into the the world of crime and that kind of thing. Yeah, it, it's but, a
2: lot of Liam Neeson films. I was thinking yeah. of Taken when watching it. Yeah, yeah. Um,
0: but the the thing I <laughs> I really quite liked uh, in how they did this is one. Um, Keanu Reeves is acting fantastically mm. in in this film. I think um, he's he's a lot more than just a a, a moody action star. Yeah. Um, mm. You know those bits where he is mourning the loss of his wife, and then when he gets when he gets the dog, when she sends him the dog after she's died. Yeah, um, you're
2: so happy. He's so happy. It's, yeah. yeah,
0: yeah, and it's yeah, it's it's just a wonderful bit of performance, and it's a lovely setup. To then have that taken away a lot earlier than I thought it was
1: going to happen. Yeah, he only had the dog for like two days, and like you yeah. say, he he really like his performance when he had the dog. You could just see like if the dog had lived, you know, them going to the farmers market every Saturday and mm. just settling in <laughs> for like a nice, nice suburban life. Yeah, but uh,
2: mm. yeah. which is exactly what his wife wanted. Yeah, yeah. so her plan was working out until mm. Theon. Freaking Greyjoy comes
0: along. <laughs> well, that's right. Theon Greyjoy himself, Alfie Allen, was a mm. uh, uh, surprisingly Russian-ish gangster. Yeah, <laughs> yes, Um Yes. Tries to buy his car, gets into a little bit of a verbal stash with John Wick, mm. decides to steal the car,
2: and in the process of uh, attacking him in his home, kills the dog. Yeah. Um, Which, at this point, you don't know that John is a super assassin. Mm. Yeah. You thought he could just be a normal... Like Stephen was literally, while at the beginning, when he's just going around the airport track, it's like... What is this man's job? Well, I I still don't really know what the airport bit was. Yeah, was why
1: was he doing burnouts in the airport? I think
2: I think it's just his way of relieving stress.
1: All right, okay. Yep.
0: Like
2: because he does try to kill himself during that. Does he? Oh, when yeah, he's... when he when he speeds towards the um, bulldozer. Yeah. and then puts the brakes on. You can hear him screaming as well, and he only just stops. Right, like he's like. It's Russian roulette with how good his brakes are. Right. Oh, okay. So I think I think that's kind of it there. Okay, that's that. I didn't get that from. That or view, or at least he's reckless. That's r- it, whether well, it's yeah. not suicide, but it's um yeah. it's self endangering. Yeah, yeah.
0: It's it, it it is interesting that they they don't reveal that to begin with. I mean, you get the mm. sense. I mean, you're coming into a film called John Wick, John- knowing what you know. You know, the DVD cover is him holding a gun. It's kind of like, you know he's got a little bit of a, of a bad streak to him Oh, contraire,
2: in, well in fact The wick is lit and about to explode is literally what's written on the back yeah. which, What does um, it
1: say on the front, under the John Wick?
2: Oh, don't set him off <laughs>
0: Right, so, okay. so that is something we do need to look at So if you yeah. have the DVD or Blu-ray of John Wick the, That tagline on the back, the, the wick is lit and is about yeah. to explode um, Carmen, I don't know any candles that explode, do you?
1: Actually, it's funny you say that because I was having a bath the other night and I lit a few candles. Some of them were quite old, but one of them caught on fire. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> oh, so. so
0: that was
2: the John Wick candle. So that then.
1: was a John Wick candle, the beautiful yeah. pink candle. The Wick one with was lit and about to um,
2: slightly burn more than it should have. Yeah. 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 Really. Also, the quote on the back is actually a quote from John Wick, not like from a famous. Oh, okay. Like from a review. People keep asking me if I'm back. Yeah, I'm thinking I'm back. Mm. John Wick.
1: Maybe they're a bit out of practice designing Blu ray covers these days.
2: <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, everything goes straight to um streaming now. So mm. the fact I have a Blu ray version of John Wick is different.
0: <laughs> yes. Um so John Wick is brought back into this world of mm. um uh, of essentially being a badass uh killer super of, assassin. of bogeyman as a super yeah. assassin. I really loved how seriously everyone in this film took how Joke. dangerous John Wick is. <laughs> it 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 really fed into the it, it took it away but, and fed at the same time the concept of this being plainly ridiculous mm. yeah because it is it's a big power fantasy the way he's going around yeah. and shooting the gun and killing people yeah. it's, it's, it's what you
2: want to fantasise about the people who've wronged you in small or big ways yeah or like well. the,
1: this fantasy of like how other people live that you don't really think about in your day to day life and yeah, mm. there's this whole other world, other world of powerful yeah. assassins
2: yeah exactly yeah. and also just the idea of being able to get Back at people, yeah. And I think yeah. that, I think there's there's a lot of strength to that. We we all think it in a way, yeah. Um, some of us go to don't go to John Wick like things, but think they can, yeah, and mm. like very much define themselves by their anger.
0: Yeah, it's it. I think that that sort of it's an interesting thing because it's it's an enjoyable film and it's an enjoyable story, but it's very much feeding into. Um, I guess.
2: Uh, it, power fantasy.
0: It's power fantasy. And I think a lot of that comes through in the way that the world is set up. Like something like the Continental existing, for starters, mm. is something which is very much like, a. oh of course, assassins have like a secret assassins club <laughs> yeah. where they're not allowed to assassinate each other or they get in trouble. Um,
1: <laughs> get in trouble, that's one way to
2: put it. Well,
0: yeah. I mean, well, that's how like Winston Ian would have put it. Yeah. 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 Ian McShane just going, uh, I'm afraid that you've revoked yourself permanently. And then yeah. she just gets shot, shot by four guys.
2: I really, the second time around, the first time around, I found her in... Um, the character, um, Adrian Palalecki's, um character. Oh, Perkins. Perkins, yeah. One of the things I think I find most interesting is her name. Mm. She's not like Natasha or something yeah. incredibly feminine. Yeah. Um, like you would usually have like a, or even like a, you know, Bond's kind of trained us to have kind of crappy names mm. for women. Like, yeah, for like for, Honey or, Rider and things like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, Plenty Tool, Yeah. Um, which I think still doesn't make sense because no. that sounds quite... Homosexual, in a lot of ways. Yeah, I think that James Bond's working through a few things. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> um, but you're right, just going yeah. with a... It's Perkins. It's just yeah. Perkins. It's it's the bloke from accounting, yeah. is Perkins. Mm. Perkins. get over here. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> yeah. And it, you might call him Ms. Perkins, but I just like that, as opposed yeah. to being yeah. like Sophia, or yeah. something very thick. It's Perkins. Yeah. I mean, it is something that uh,
0: you commented on as we were watching this, Carmen, uh, saying, does he kill women? Because we'd gone through a lot of the film with John Wick not having shot any women, women. but yeah. it, was very, it was very much a case of he was tr- killing those who were trying to kill him yeah, yeah and, and i the... mean
1: it did seem like maybe that wasn't the case sometimes like he mm. just was killing people in the locker room sometimes but then i realized there must have been associates of the, the yeah, people the, the he was mate. after in the locker yeah,
2: room yeah they mates of theon's yeah yeah, yeah. Other... Oh, or Yosef, as he's known yes. in this. Yes. No, it's Theon. It
0: is Theon. Alfie <laughs> Allen can't get away from. Yeah. No, he can't. He's he Theon. needs to Great stop just.
1: stealing terrible things. It's a horrible. <laughs>
0: <laughs> stealing Winterfell.
2: Yeah,
1: stealing Winterfell. Stealing cars. <laughs>
2: yeah. yeah. God, poor guy. Mm. <laughs> just...
1: Can't catch just... a break.
2: No, yeah. not at all. You, we when we did Bambi, I kept referring to Bambi's dad as Stannis. So I think I'm just in a Game of Thrones <laughs> mindset. That's fair. That's yeah, entirely fair. So...
0: Um, yeah, but the the performances are really are really good though because they they buy into the ridiculousness of that world where it's like, he, he, oh, he's a boogeyman? No, he's the guy
2: that you go to get it's the boogeyman. A, yeah. Or the Baba Yaga. Baba Yaga, which, which is female in Russian thing. Mm. The, the Baba Yaga is, is a female. Is a witch type witch, character. Yeah, it's a yeah. witch.
0: Yeah. It finally, um, for me though, I, I didn't realise how much John Wick had kind of like infiltrated other sections of popular culture. Yeah. Um, specifically the Rick and Morty episode, which I've now realised... Pickle Rick, is yeah, essentially, Pickle Rick is essentially John Wick. It's John Wick, even to the point where the baddie calls him like the soup witch or something. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, never realized that, yeah. yeah. I never realised that. Yeah, it was only while watching this, so I went, oh, it's a John Wick thing. Oh. Pickle Rick is John Wick, yeah. 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 Um, which is, yeah, it, it's it's really fun. It's it, it, it's just a fun film. It, yeah. It, it's almost, there's not a huge amount to review here uh, in in the sense that it's just a fun film that does what it says on the bottom. There is, yeah.
2: yeah, and there is that, and there is the absurdity of the gun Violence yeah. as well, but it, it is absurd, yeah. And I think responsible people, responsible gun owners, know that it's all a fantasy. I think people I who are so. not responsible yeah. gun mm-hmm. owners probably don't think it's a fantasy, and they think that's what they get to do when somebody mm. talks too loud in the cinema or something like yeah. that. Um, which I think, I think there is something negative to say about somewhat with the message because of this idea of mm. revenge as being this very powerful thing, but mm. at the same time, I think they make it silly enough so you can distance it it's yeah, the dog, but really, if you don't care about dogs that much, it's not about the dog, it's about the wife, yeah, yeah, and, and he even, even says that
1: yeah, he says that it, it's more yeah. of a tool for like grieving for his wife than it and is then about you the got dog. rid of
2: it, yeah, and now i'm I'm loose, mm. yeah essentially, so it is more the more you think about it, the more it is on John than anything else this mm. is bubbling under and it's something they touch on a lot more in John Week 2 is mm. this idea of you don't change even yeah. um, Vigo says it yeah um, that yeah you don't change you're yeah. all the same and you're just doing this because you've got to focus now otherwise mm. you'd be doing it to anyone
0: I quite like the character of Vigo.
2: Vigo's good. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah In terms of
0: like you don't generally like Russian mobsters and I yeah. don't I didn't walk away feeling warm and fuzzy about him. But it, he was very <laughs> engaging yeah. as a character. And I I, I just love from the beginning he understood what it meant to
2: piss what, off. Yeah, John like Wick. when he, yeah. he's about to like obviously chew out and maybe even kill um john Leguizamo's character yeah. Mm.
1: yeah why did you punch my son
2: really? yeah yeah like he's very calm about it but yeah. you can tell it's meant to he's meant to explode and yeah. go off at him or kill him or do something mm. yeah and then when he gives a reason just oh yeah and you don't even see his face it's, i always thought you saw the back of his face when he says oh yeah but you don't don't no, you see his face you see the back of it's head. still the back of his head and yeah. you don't hear the oh until he turns around and then you finally get to see him mm. yeah and he's just got a worried look on his face mm. <laughs> Um, and then when it's coming to the end as well, like he's laughing at John while he's John's trying to kill him. Mm. Like, oh, that was good. Yeah, he literally says that when he gets slammed. And the um, his the American associate of his, the Vulture, the Vulture from, from Brooklyn Nine Nine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, he yeah. um, and he's trying to survive, and he's asking for a gun, and then just John just wipes the floor with him yeah. immediately. Yeah. Like he has one shot at him. John shoots him, then runs, runs him over him with a car, yeah. and yeah, he's just gone. Yeah. It's, yeah. The bit,
1: and the bit before where Vigo's like teasing him with the gun. Just Yeah, like, here just, you going, oh, he goes, no. No, go. no, yeah.
2: yeah, no, yeah. I think he's just lost it. And he's yeah. Like, well, he
0: knows gone. he's done. Yeah. He knows, well, th- there's only one way this ends, yeah. so I might as well enjoy what I'm yeah. doing. Yeah. And I'm a Russian mobster, so of course I'm going to bully people for fun. Mm. That's, that's what I do. <laughs> but it was a really, it, like, all the characters around it really worked um when Willem Dafoe turns up at the beginning yeah like, you,
2: you were like oh here he is, is yeah he Willem it, De Friend or Willem Dafoe yeah <laughs> it's it,
0: but it's more a case of it's like Willem Dafoe in a sense I really like him as an actor but sometimes he really takes me out of films yeah because I can only see Willem Dafoe mm. yeah because
2: um, he looks like you can't change Willem Dafoe Willem Dafoe yeah. always looks like Willem Dafoe he looks mm. and
0: sounds like the actor Willem Dafoe and Yeah. That's, same voice, yeah. same hair. And he's a great actor. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he was very good in this. But the whole time I'm not going, oh, it's Marcus. He said, checking his notes. No, it's Willem Dafoe. <laughs> I believe Willem Dafoe is an assassin now. Yeah. <laughs> it's just one of those things. Same way, same way I think he's the Green Goblin. It's just yeah, one of those things yeah. where that's what he does. Mm. Um, but... It was yeah, it, and it was one of those things where it's you know like oh the the assassin's best friend who's also an assassin who mm. oh is he going to betray him? Of course he's not. Yeah. Like everyone else is going to betray him,
2: so you can't have that character betraying betray him. him as well. too, yeah, yeah. Um, but also like when you think about the film, it's hard to remember Willem Dafoe. Hmm. But he doesn't
1: really figure into it a lot. He
2: he he figures into more of, as an action set piece. He yeah. he helps. John, when he's about to be killed twice. Yeah. yeah. Twice he essentially fires a warning shot, just like, uh-oh. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. you are thinking, oh, he's going to kill him. I'm going to kill him. Oh, he missed. And, yeah. you know, How so- did he miss? Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. And um, then that second time in the church where he just kills one of the goons that's. Yeah, dead. so he can fight the other goon. Yeah. 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 It's kind of like. Yeah, he was. He was just a good wingman, essentially, <laughs> uh, doing his doing his thing. He was, yeah. yeah. Um, the Continental. Yeah, uh, you did what you were very keen I, about discussing. I think the it.
2: Continental, or even just that, is is some of the best stuff in it. Yeah, so.
0: it's beautifully shot. Yeah. I, I love the way they shoot all the stuff in the lobby. Is very um, well. It just feels like a lobby. Yeah, uh, they yeah. they do a really good job of underplaying everything. And all the colors are muted, and yeah. it's so
2: cool and collected. Yeah. Like when, um, the the concierge. Yeah um Lance Reddick's character is um calling up to um to ask about the noise complaint. It is like just silence and then burn like the music and mm. the fighting between John and Perkins yeah. going on and it just keeps cutting back, cuts back, I think of like four times. Yeah. Yeah. So it was beyond the point of like the rule of three as well. So yeah. like this is making a kind of different point. And then when he picks up, he's like, Hello, yes, we'll just do that. We so. had a noise complaint from yeah, some of our other Yeah, pointer. with his um very smooth Nigerian kind of accent as yeah. well. Yeah,
0: and it's like, okay, sir, thank you. Yes, <laughs> um, and then I also love that you had Harry, what like the other assassin next door, who was one yeah. of the Ghostbusters. Yes, um, yeah. which was, it was great. Um, Ernie Hudson. Yeah, just going. Oh, John.
1: Yeah.
2: Hi, Harry.
0: Hey, Harry. <laughs> yeah. And again, Everything it was okay? like, yeah. and everybody,
2: yeah. it's always, oh, John or yeah. Jonathan. It's been a long time.
0: Yeah. yeah. Uh, same with, uh, like, same with Jimmy. Jimmy. Same yeah. with um, Addie, the bartender. Yeah. He's like, hey, you're back. Um, and there's even more of it in the second one as yeah. well. Yeah. So. Yeah. I, I really liked Winston. Um, Winston's great. Yeah. I, I I'm surprised how little he was in it. Mm. because when you get someone like ian mcshane in i guess i'm expecting maybe it's a game of thrones thing maybe i'm expecting ian mcshane to be in it for a bit longer than he (laughs) (laughs) was he's Uh, one episode with the hound yeah (laughs) um but but it was a great character and again Mm. it's if you want someone running a club of assassins of course you want like a a slightly posh english guy wearing a cravat with. but who still
2: looks like he could take you yeah yeah, he could he
0: could kick your ass yeah like it's that deadwood level mm. of yeah, that kind of like there's something there. Yeah, he's which, the which you then
2: see when yeah. Perkins is killed. But even then, it's still, hmm, okay, yeah. it's fine. Yeah. Like, he's got a gruff but soft voice. Yeah. He's wearing cravats. He's still kind of like, he sits atop the world in mm-hmm. a way, but still isn't severe about it.
1: Kind of makes me wonder if there's a competing hotel down the road that has, like, one less star. That's for all the wannabe assassins. Just <laughs> like, no, 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 guys, we have a rule here. You can't kill anyone. Going, guys, guys, come on, stop trying to prove yourself. Well, like...
0: now I'm thinking, one, is there an Airbnb for assassins? Where it's uh, kind of like, you can stay here, but only if you're here to kill people. Yeah. yeah. Um. Or secondly, kind of like a fatalistic version of faulty
2: towers is there a battle of <laughs> yeah yeah that's yeah that's kind of a thing where it is like there's a um take, it's trying
1: so hard to to appeal to the to, assassin to, to, class yeah,
2: and, yeah. yeah. take you, you the cut, bodies and...
3: to
0: room three okay no no, no. <laughs> take the bodies to room three. Oh, cc <laughs> mm. oh dear i love uh,
1: they had a doctor on site as well at the hotel yeah that
0: was yeah, just yeah. A... and again he's exactly what you would want your um your assassin, assassin doctor to be he's wearing a kind of check shirt mm. and a bow tie and he's just kind of like well you're meant to get rest but you're not so here's some pills that will help mm. yeah um, just... I, I do have to ask about the surgery in this film as yes. a medical professional dr yeah. carmen um obviously the the effect of the the wound being stitched up looked pretty pretty mm. good from mm. a from a layman's perspective over here yeah um,
1: I, I thought that the stitching was very very good actually i think from my perspective point of view I mm. looked at that and was like yeah that's a nice he did a nice
0: job but at the end um, of the film mm. when uh John is patching himself up in a vet
2: he's using vet equipment
0: he's using vet, yeah, equipment. He is using vet equipment did he I guess obviously you're in a vet um and I'm presuming he's not a medical professional if you were in a similar situation and you had to use veterinary equipment, would Mm. you have done the same thing?
1: Yeah. I mean, I was um, like, he used a staple gun at the end to Mm. close himself up and I've only used staples on thighs and heads. Mm. Um, So I don't, I don't actually know. No, I guess they could be used in, in a stomach. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean the problem obviously with an abdomen Mm. wound is you tend to have a bit more movement in that area. It's not as isolated. Mm. So I mean, failing the staple gun, uh, is there anything else in a vet you could use
1: oh vets vets will have sutures yeah. Yeah, they have sutures yeah okay, absolutely yeah. yeah
0: so he was just um, doing it to look cool in front of the dogs yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Stable guns much more cool and the dog yeah. that made the biggest noise is the one he took home yeah and he took home a
2: pit bull that was uh, yeah. due to be put down
0: uh, it had on yeah. its little sheet like oh, um, a yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah a little stamp that
2: definitely said down so oh okay I, presume I didn't it was see like, that yeah, yeah. I, I tried to notice that this time as well mm. and I think it was there because I was yeah. just
1: sitting there thinking oh I hope you went back and paid the adoption fee later on
2: okay he just left to gold yeah. assassins. <laughs> oh, this is pointless. Yeah. What is this, from Pirates of the Caribbean? Yeah. Oh, well, whatever. Give it to my kid. Mm. <laughs> um, I was wondering about this. Stephen, do you have a dog? I do. We have a family dog. Ah. Uh,
0: he is, His name is Gibson. Gibson. He is 12 years old. He is a... Cr- we were told he was a Maltese Terrier Shih Tzu, but he's clearly got other bits in there. Um, oh, yeah. He's a little bit Jack Russell, um, but yeah, just a just a small white ne- these days old man dog. Uh, um, yeah. But yeah,
2: I, I do have a dog. Yes, he is twelve. Yeah, yeah. And Carmen and I, uh, we don't have dogs. No, I'm either. literally
1: sitting here with two cats on my lap. It's yeah, wonderful. Yeah, she does.
2: <laughs> yeah, so we are more cat people, but I think that's more due to ease. Yeah, mm. um, I. Kind of have a dog. There's Izzy, which is Stephen's met Izzy. Yes, I've met Izzy. Um, she's a the farm dog that I um, on the farm that I grew up on. Mm. She just turned ten and had puppies. Oh, did she? Yeah. Oh, congratulations! Well, thank you. I didn't do that much, and Izzy was the one who ran off and got pregnant. Yeah. So <laughs> she's um So we've got. I think we've only got one of them left now. The other two puppies that um, she had have both been adopted. Oh, good. So they'll be farm dogs. Mm-hmm. And yeah, no, it's quite nice. And dogs, I think people like dogs. Even if, I think, well, you know, people who say they're cat people usually don't like dogs that much. Mm. Did you have a dog growing up?
1: Carmen? I did, yeah. I never had cats growing up until I was about 14. Um, mm. Always had dogs, yeah. We had. Um, was it a, Jay? Jay, Jay the mm-hmm. Jobman. And we had a blue healer as well at one point as well.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, Oh, and we had a Cocker Spaniel when I was very young. Mm. Um, but the dog in this film was gorgeous. Was little yeah, beagle. Really the beagle, cute. beagle yeah. puppy. Cute looking dog. so cute. Yeah. yeah. I yeah.
0: think that was definitely chosen to make you feel more on John's Even side. Even more. <laughs> in, yeah. To make you go, you Absolutely. know what? Yeah, this that homicidal was... rage. Yep, that's a justified 100% reaction. intentional, yeah. was <laughs> um, such a cute dog. Yeah. 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 I mean, it was... I think it's interesting the way, obviously, we use dogs in films, mm. uh, specifically as the oh no, the dog has been killed, it's a big mm. emotional thing. Yeah, yeah. Or, or
2: the dogs under threat the, of The being dogs in danger,
1: yeah, yeah. Yeah,
2: like Save the Dog. Yeah. Um, it comes up in a whole bunch of things. There's even a website that does the dog die at the end.com. Mm. Yeah. You go to that and if you're watching a film and you start worrying about the dog, you can, it, check. It, you can check. And I've um, I used it for a video game once because there was a dog character in that. And I'm like, no, I can't take it if this dog dies. <laughs> oh, really? So, yeah. Okay. Well,
1: it does it for other animals as well. It's like, does the dog die? Does the cat die? Does any other animal die? Does right. the kid die? Like, mm. yeah. I
0: must admit, um, I I I do quite like dogs. We've had a couple of yeah. dogs over um, it, when I was growing up with my family and... Um, they they're great. I don't currently have a dog of my own, but I I do quite like I quite like dogs, but I also yeah. quite like cats as well. Mm. I'm sort of I flip flop. Basically, whatever's nearest, I tend to. <laughs> yeah, like. you're an animal person. Yeah, I, I like. I, I say that I'm not a dog or a cat person. Yeah. I'm an animal person. Um, but the the thing that I always find is interesting is when I see dogs in films like this, I do go, okay, I'm just not going to make a connection with this dog because <laughs> yeah. then when they kill it, I will be more upset to the point where um i there's i've been watching steven universe lately (laughs) and in one of the episodes he basically creates a pumpkin dog yeah and within like a minute of this pumpkin dog being created i was like okay either it gets killed accidentally by the end of this episode and it's like a learning experience for steven in the gems or it's just going to be a recurring character and it's a recurring character. Oh, thankfully. that's good. But good. I was tense for the rest of the ten-minute episode, <laughs> just going, "Oh, the pumpkin better make it through." <laughs> the pumpkin, not even the dog. Yeah, well, it's it's a little pumpkin dog. It's called Pumpkin, uh, and Aww. but the, yeah, and it's and but that's just it. Like we
2: like dogs, and yeah. I think you know, films and TV shows are clever in using them. If you think about it, like evolutionarily, mm. we are wired completely wrong to care about. Another species like this, yeah, mm. in such a way that we like people, I think, find puppies cuter than babies. I think that's yeah. probably not that's that's fair, yeah, yeah, I'd, I'd say so. Like, it just mm. in overall, like, if you showed a baby or if well, you're kittens a
1: puppy. as well, yeah, and Absolutely. kittens
2: and baby anything, baby lambs, no,
1: baby birds are uglier. When oh, they're... baby birds are ugly <laughs> as hell, yeah, but... they're
2: very ugly, yeah, they,
1: they become beautiful as adults, yeah, yeah, they
2: do, yeah, <laughs> they um, but so many like baby mammals essentially Mm -hmm. we're we're almost tuned to like more More which is than babies yeah Yeah. which doesn't make any Any sense sense. yeah
0: i mean obviously with with dogs being domesticated wolves and the way they've adapted over several thousand years to to become like that i think maybe you can't change a species like that without having some change in yourself. In yourself. Yeah I, yeah, yeah. I do but feel yeah. as though our... It's co-evolution or Yeah, Something yeah. Like, um they they were beneficial. They were, yeah. became codependent and whilst, you know, humans and dogs could probably survive in the wild by themselves, they do tend to get along and do good things. Yeah. Yeah. Together. Um so with with this film, yes. There's a lot of action set pieces. Did we have a favorite bit or moment or set piece that just made you go, that was
2: Really cool. I I think my favourite one is the one in the red circle, the nightclub scene. Mm. It's the second one and it's the one where it just kicks off and you see a lot of kind of personality in it, like what John's really like and things mm. like that. You also see like how much of a piece of crap Theon Greyjoy is yeah. by using the woman as a shield. Yeah, or, yeah. And, yeah. At and that point, and I was And just like, how he's just throwing uh, people in front of John and he's just knocking them down, knocking yeah. them down, knocking yeah. them down. But it's just something like Alfie Allen was perfect for that role. He really was. He was because he is. He he has this face that you can do, like you, he's got <laughs> the world's most punchable face.
1: He's got yeah, well, a, they they tested that
2: out. They in do Game test of that out. No. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they do. Yeah. yeah. And then like you know, you'd care about him more in Game of Thrones. Yeah.
0: Well, also they he, his character has an arc there. In this yeah. film, he basically goes, "Oh, I like your car. What he called me a name, right? I'm killing his dog." Like yeah. that that's that's not much of an arc. That's no. just that's just a wanker. And then
2: it's just him just getting lower and lower yeah. and scared. And then yeah. when John kills him, it's just bang bang. Nothing else. Like yeah. no big speech, no big monologue. Yeah.
0: And it's also part of
2: what is actually quite a quick sequence. Yeah, yeah. So mm. if you if you jumped out for 30 seconds, you'd be like, oh, why is he not trying to kill Theon anymore? Yeah. Because oh, you missed it. Yeah. Because yeah. he just ran in, did it, did it, did it. Yeah. So. Yeah, and it was, yeah, I thought it was interesting how
0: the focus of the film did shift to instead of being about because the film is about John but instead of about being the revenge for the dog it became this event is the catalyst for John returning to the life that he tried to leave behind. Yeah. Yeah. And the messaging of the film Or at least trying
2: to pull down Yeah. Yeah.
0: And the messaging of the film is very much you know, you can't change, you can't leave this life, this will always haunt you. There will always be repercussions for what yeah. you did. Yeah. I think the fact that um, Vigo in the church specifically says that his wife died because God was punishing him for his misdeeds yeah. is a really interesting thing that I wasn't expecting to come mm. from this film. Yeah. Mm. Because from Vigo's perspective, that totally makes sense.
2: And then it makes Yosef essentially his dog Yeah, to the wife. Like, you know, it's, this is the last thing and he's been able to keep it for 20 something years.
0: But now God has taken his son from him via John Mm.
2: because... And now then it's revenge. It's essentially Yosef, not Yosef, um, Vigo becomes John to John. He he essentially says, act like a dickhead and you
0: get what you deserve. It's essentially Mm. what it it boils down to. You get the rewards that you 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 want. And that's what he's trying to say to John as well. It's kind of like all of this terrible stuff that's happened to you... Is because you've done so many terrible things. Like, he mm. says he killed three guys with a pencil in a bar yeah. fight. Like, yeah. this suggests this is someone who has done some nasty, nasty stuff. Nasty stuff yeah. Yeah. And I think it's interesting that we are siding with the guy who's done the nasty with stuff. With gu- one of the guys who's done nasty things in the film. But not mm. the other. Yeah. But uh, it,
2: because that guy's benefited and John's just well, done John, it for a living. He's John, been an employee. Also, John has also
0: attempted redemption. I don't think yeah. Vigo ever attempted that. No. no, Vigo was very much just trying to hold on to everything. Yeah. yeah. Whereas John f- met um, his his wife. And tried to leave, removed himself from that life, mm. yeah. and if she was still alive, he probably wouldn't would
1: not have gone. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. But I just found it really, yeah, interesting that Vigo went. It was never going to work because that's not the way the world works. The world works. Yeah, um, and it, and it's we, not the way this world works. Yeah, and William um, Defoe, Defoe William Defoe Marcus says the same thing. He says this is just another day like all the other days just mixed yeah, in mixed in mm. like you have the big days and you have
2: the, the crap days yeah. and you have all the days it, and they're just there
0: yeah it's the same kind of like fatalism yeah. of like they all sort of accept that they're probably going to get murdered in a horrible way mm. and they do and they all do yeah, yeah and like w- when Willem Dafoe's character get kill- gets killed he's very much going no I'm going out on my own terms and yeah. he he kills like two goons and then gets killed and by then, Perkins. Yeah, and Vega then shoots him. But I, I really like that in a sense where he's like, "No, this is I'm going to go out like this." And then yeah. he's on
2: the steps bleeding, and he goes, yeah. "See?" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like it's yeah. Because he stabs him in the um, in one of the veins of the legs. So he's yeah. going to bleed out anyway. Yeah, so.
0: it was it was just. There's something about again, it's that fantasy about yeah. where they're all cool bad guys and it's like yeah, I Everybody home.
2: gets awesome suits. Everyone gets to do this. Yeah. Like John gets a. there's even a scene where he gets a new suit made. Yeah. Uh mm-hmm. in two. And that's just shown as being the coolest
0: thing yeah. ever. I I, then, I
2: loved Vigo's um outfits.
0: Particularly yeah. that
2: bright red shirt he had in that scene in the yeah. in the bar. I was like, I like Yeah, it. yeah, the that, first time yeah. you meet him. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, it's good. And it's there's this world there, and they mm. show you the world, and every, which is sometimes it's a bit of cheating. And I think it's interesting when you look at films like Solo and things that are trying to go back and fill in prequelly goodness. Mm. Yeah, it's it's the opposite of that. It's it's
3: yeah.
2: people sometimes. I've been talking about show and tell for a while there, mm. but sometimes tell works in terms of tell small or hint that it's there rather than going it's been a long time like you know what's the relationship between tall bodyguard who lost 60 pounds and John Wick Mm -hmm. it's better just left to your own imagination because that's going to be cool because you're going to come up with the coolest thing I was wondering
1: what you would think about a John Wick prequel because I feel like there is a lot of material there that you could potentially make a prequel but whether or not you need one
2: I don't think I would want to no I don't think you want one there's talk of doing a continental TV series okay which is kind of Faulty Towers? (laughs) Episodic. Did you want me to admit something? I've never watched an episode of Faulty Towers. (gasps) What? Yes, I know. I am aghast. Really?
1: There's only like 13 of them. There's only
2: 13, but also, like, I've tried. Like, they've got some of the problems with a lot of old humour. Like, you need to have watched them a bit closer to when they're out. Like, you've made me watch the young ones. Yeah. Yeah freaking weird. Oh, The Young Ones is extremely yeah, weird. But but I get Faulty Towers, I would argue like some of the humor doesn't show up as well anymore.
3: It's also But it's because it's what it's based
2: humor. on. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I not to
0: turn this into a Faulty Towers yeah. review, uh, but it's happening. Um <laughs> I I like Faulty Towers and part of what I like about it is how well scripted it is. I think mm. it still holds up today in terms of that scripting, even if Occasionally there are things which are very of its time, Um, in in particular the episode with the Germans, which is often cited (laughs) as being the funniest episode. It's funny, but there's times where I'm like, oh yeah, Basil doesn't know really what to do with the Doctor because it's a black man, and he's obviously never confronted the fact that he's got this inbuilt uh in in sort of inner englander racism um Mm, which mm. i think was a fantastic trait to give the character um but at the same time it's something that just doesn't really reflect well anymore anymore Uh, similarly um you know doing all the goose stepping and stuff yes it's funny to watch john clee's do that do that ministry of silly walks yeah but at the same time you can look and like I still think that episode is the best closing line, where the, the, he's lying on the floor and Manuel's got a moose head, and the German guys there going, "How did they win?" Like that's just a, <laughs> that's a great closing line. But at the same time, yeah, it didn't necessarily age as well as some other things. Yeah. Mm. Um. Back to John Wick. Back to John Wick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and while we're back at John Wick, would you guys like some trivia? Yes, sure. Yes. Director Chad Stahelski, uh, where was Keanu Reeves' stunt double mm. in the Matrix films? Oh, yeah. there you
1: go. Which.
2: I- yeah, that's really cool, and it's yes, it's yeah. cool. And and you, you you even brought up the Matrix to start with. Like, is it going to be like the Matrix? Yeah. And I just yeah, like
3: yeah, no yeah. Way, yeah,
2: yeah. Yeah. Has, he, be, has he
1: done many other films?
2: Um, I I actually don't
0: know. I i would never really. I think he went and did
1: because I thought he this was Deadpool very well too? directed.
0: I haven't seen Deadpool two. So. I haven't either, oh, okay. but I'm
2: pretty yeah. sure Chad Stileski... There he is, director John Wick. He was. Second unit director on Civil War. Oh. Okay. Oh wow, okay. Um he was director of thing he has actually maybe he hasn't done very much um yeah. uh, No, he's only He's done John Wick and John Wick two are the only things wow. he's directed. Is he doing John Wick three? Is that his or is that? Uh, someone it doesn't else? look like it is on this list on okay. his IMDB. Mm. I'll look it up. Because
1: okay. I do think it was very well directed. Yeah. Um, and particularly for someone who hasn't done much directing before, I thought it was... Um, no, he's
2: directing
0: it. He's done number three? stohelski yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's, it's very much of that style. And it makes sense someone who is a stunt double, yeah. who's worked in that world, um, would have the capacity to maybe build a film that would suit that. And would yeah. have some incredible stunt work Mm, um, because there's a lot of stuntmen being thrown around in this film. The
1: choreography as well is just amazing. Um, Like it's just so well executed and you never feel, well, at least I didn't, I didn't feel like it was being choreographed.
2: No. Um, For for the Matrix being ballet, this is like contemporary modern dance. Yeah. Like it's Mm. more down to earth and there's stories within the action. Um, You know, they wrestle, they fight. It's not, Huge and big, yeah. and yeah. things like that, but you're still able to follow it, yeah. Uh, and,
0: um, the yeah, I, I, I think also everything that happened in terms of the fights made perfect sense. Mm. Like, the John Wick was being as effective as possible, yeah. The everything
2: everybody gets shot, someone shot, someone then shot in the head, yeah. yeah. It's, it's sort of like, yeah,
0: yeah, get the advantage,
2: get the head, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it was, it, it was, doesn't leave anybody, or like in any other film, you get thrown through a glass window, you're dead, yeah,
3: yeah.
2: Um. Or you know, you're out of mind, you're out of sight. Mm. He will do that. Like, he does throw someone through a glass window and then goes and shoots the guy. Yeah. yeah. While yeah. the other guy's down for a bit. He's like, mm. cool, yep, gotcha, gotcha. Mm. So it's... Yeah, it, it's cold but interesting and it feels better.
0: Yeah. I mean, it was certainly refreshing, yeah, I would yeah. say. Um, and, I mean, look, I would like to see John Wick 2 and 3 mm. um, or at least see 2 and then maybe go see 3. 3, yeah. It's Yeah, I, I thought it was a very... It's just very well put together. It yes. is, yeah. And, yeah, it, it does feed into that slight diehard yeah. um, kind of sometimes that itch needs scratching. Yes. Uh, um, and this very much does that. Mm. Um, bacon grease was placed on Keanu Reeves' face to attract his dog to jump up on him when uh, he's in the bed. So oh, I did but,
1: wonder about that because that dog was kept, so kept kept going into, nuts. Yeah. yeah,
0: No,
2: he was covered in bacon grease. So. <laughs> Yeah, that would have been. Fun. I was wondering where like bacon grease is gonna come, is it's like a substitute for blood or something. <laughs> mm. Um
0: Michael Nykvist uh, who plays Vigo. Vigo, yeah. Um this this one's a bit gross. Uh it's an injury one. <laughs> okay. He yeah. cut his head open during uh shooting of a scene with a stump man and it left his ear resting on his right shoulder. Whoa. Ooh. Yeah, like it, he cut essentially this nice. side of his head open. Wow. Um this resulted in eighty stitches. Eighteen. Okay. Yep. Uh, some of the last scenes had to be redone to hide the big scar that he had. Yeah. But yeah, that's a heck of a thing. If that is a heck. Of if a a your
2: thing. ear is on your shoulder, sure. yeah. Because <laughs> I, I read that during the trivia, and I went, oh, <laughs> I'm trying to put my ear on my shoulder. Right yeah. like Now, and probably everybody at home is trying to do it now. I guess I can reach it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah well, apparently he found a more, more effective, effective way, but <laughs> while also leaning towards, you could put both ears on his shoulder. Yeah. Oh. God, that was. Yeah. That is. Yeah.
0: So. um Ouch. Ouch, yep. Yeah, as long as it's not um, Keanu with the vet staples putting it back together, (laughs) that's the main thing. Hold still. Mm.
1: I do love, um, actually, um, one of my uh, favourite presentations to emergency is when you get to staple up someone's head. Mm. Um, I I don't know what it is. I really enjoy putting staples in people. It's quite fun. Yep. (laughs) Just thought I'd put that out there. Noted. <laughs>
0: no, it's it's good to know. It's nice to know that even in ED, you can enjoy your work. Yeah. <laughs> mm. <laughs> um, Lance Reddick, who plays the hotel manager, uh, mm. that character's name is Sharon. Sharon. Or- Sharon. Uh, oh, Charon, or Charon, depending. Charon. Yes. It, de- it depends on how you choose to pronounce it. Keeping pets in mind.
1: Yes, yeah, mm. so I had a I had a cat called Charon at one point. He now lives with my brother. But um. yeah, so yeah. Uh,
0: in Greek mythology, uh, Charon slash Charon slash Chiron, uh, depending on who you are, uh, is the ferryman to Hades. You mm. have to pay him for safe passage. This is why Lance Reddick put the gold coin in his pocket at the hotel. Ah. John is, in a sense, paying for safe passage ah, to hell. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. which i was really enjoying looking at that in this film <laughs> um and i've been going a little bit back into greek mythology and reading a book at the moment called mythos by stephen fry where he uh, retells yes. the um the greek myths and so I'm, I'm just a little i've got a little bit of a greek myth thing going and i was really pleased to see that to in see this. that yeah, yeah that uh, it, was, it was a good way of
2: honoring that. why did you call him charon it's off a was it king's quest
1: Oh, I don't know my brother named him. Yeah, I think it's
2: from like King's Quest or one of the adventure games as well. There's a Charon. Yeah. yeah. Char- Charon
1: is, is in King's Quest 6. Yeah.
0: Yeah, the pronunciation for Sharon came from uh, I believe it's a ghoul companion in Fallout 3 uh, uh, who, who is called
2: Sharon. Yeah, they all call him Sharon. It does more sound like um like somebody who wants to talk to the manager. Yeah. Like <laughs> Sharon? Yeah. So I I think Charon works yeah.
0: better. Yeah. yeah. I I agree. Um Chad Stalewski and David Leach were concerned about how the audience would react um, to the death in the film, especially the death of the puppy. Um, So when casting the character of Yosef, they wanted to pick someone who looked like a complete prick. (laughs) Consequently, they met Alfie Allen and thought he was perfect for the role, although mm -hmm. they have been very keen to stress he's a lovely person. He just, as Jason says, has a very punchable Punchable face. face. Yes.
1: Oh, poor guy. Poor guy.
0: One of my brothers looks a little bit like Alfie Allen. Uh, <laughs> I just want to throw that out there and uh I wouldn't say he's as punchable. As punchable, but no I Did can you? I can say it. Yeah. Hi Charlie. Um <laughs> how many people do you think John Wick kills in this film? Uh sixty-seven.
1: I don't know. I was probably gonna go around that mark, but
0: yeah. Okay, you're not far off. Uh the body count, according to IMDB. Uh, from John Wick is seventy-seven.
3: Oh, mm.
2: yeah. Um, and the overall body count for the film is one hundred and nineteen. Oh, really? God. More? Okay. I thought I was actually thinking about that. How many kills were not John's? But he's got about two-thirds. That's not, yeah, two-thirds. I honestly mm. thought it might have been like, okay, I guess um, uh, like uh,
1: Willem Dafoe. Willem Dafoe. Yeah, Willem Dafoe kills thirty-four. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, although Keanu Reeves um, in interviews often says that John Wick kills 84 so maybe there were a few that were cut in oh, like yeah. before it got to this final uh, theatrical this release number, yeah according to the director's commentary the first cut of the movie was 2 hours and 20 minutes long wow Ooh. they didn't reveal much about uh, what was in the 40 minutes of footage that was cut out of the film but they mentioned that the ending fight between John and Vigo was longer mm. but they cut it down when they acknowledged that Vigo shouldn't really pose a big physical threat to yeah, work yeah
2: okay. like it's it's not the big battle at the end. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's something they do in, in John Wick 2 as well. This idea of what the ending is. Then they play with your expectations of, you know, you build up to the big boss. Because usually the big boss isn't big or bossy. Yeah. They're, hmm. um,
1: they're used to just bossing everyone else around. Yeah, exactly.
2: Like the biggest threat in this is, I guess, Perkins. Yeah, and yeah. they fight halfway through the film. Yeah, and then and, she just and he gets
1: wins. Shot by a bunch of random. Yeah, yeah, people. she gets. Yeah. Well, she um, broke the rules. Yeah, yeah she yeah. did break
2: the rules.
0: Yeah, you don't break the rules of the can at all.
1: But yeah, I thought this film was like refreshingly short. Like, I don't really know yeah, was, if I would have enjoyed it if it had gone for long. I thought it was yeah. a good length. Yeah, in, not including of the time. credits,
0: it was ninety-five minutes. Yeah, that that was mm. about right. I felt um, the red shirt henchman that we made comment of. Yeah. We're wearing red shirts as a homage to Star Trek. (laughs) Oh, nice. So, yeah, I really (laughs) enjoyed that. Um, At their first meeting, the first words that Yosef hears John Wick speak is 69. Uh, Yosef is the 69th person John Wick kills in this film. Oh. Don't know if that's deliberate. (laughs) I don't think that is. But that's just kind of cool. It is, Quite a coincidence, yeah. Yeah. Randall Duk-Kim, who plays the Continental Doctor Mm. that treats John Wick, also played the keymaker in the matrix reloaded which mm-hmm. also featured Keanu
3: Reeves yeah really Ted Stileski. oh i know uh,
0: but yeah the um, i i didn't make the connection until you said it's the keymaker mm. mm. um and i was like oh that's cool and i i like that obviously you know the director's got that matrix connection and has probably brought in a few matrix guys yeah um yeah it was just I imagine if you see the stunt list there's probably going to be a fair few oh for sure yeah yeah, certainly. Also, uh, Kevin Nash is the bouncer. Francis. Yes, Kevin Nash. Yeah. Um, Professional yeah.
2: wrestler. Yeah.
0: Diesel. Just just loved seeing him there. Oh, just yeah. saying, oh, you've lost weight. Yeah,
2: over 60 pounds. Yeah, he has. He's such a striking guy because mm. he's got this pure grey hair now and he's like six foot nine. Wow. He looks a little bit like um, the guy that used to play Hellboy yeah um yeah he look he's a more handsome version of ron perlman yeah yeah, yeah. which is i almost said ria perlman that's, di- that's danny devito's wife <laughs> now that's a different film hellboy starring that's daughter, isn't Rhea Rhea Perl- yeah that's yeah that's the mother from matilda <laughs>
3: oh no hell oh. is empty <laughs> <laughs> anyway
2: oh.
0: uh let's review the film with a score let's mm. score the film uh so this is out of 10 uh it's a bit of fun. You know, you, we've done a hundred of these. You should know what it is by now, listener. Uh, and we'll start with you, Carmen, because it was your first time watching the film. What would you give John Wick out of 10?
1: Well, Stephen, I tend to always steal your scoring system. So if I do again, I apologize. That's but okay. Seven bloodstained pencils out of 10.
0: You have not stolen it this okay. time. Oh, there you go. I don't know. to read to find out what yours is now. <laughs> so am I. I've not thought of
2: it yet. <laughs> uh, Jason, what would you give John Wick out All right. of 10? I'm going to give it... Eight and a half, I think. I'm Ooh, that's it up there. Yeah, no. I, I think I mentioned this the first time I was on this, that my top film is a 10, mm. and it works down from there. Like, yeah. the idea that 10 is this perfect thing that can't be achieved, I kind of don't believe in. I think it's, yeah. like, 10. Like, I gave Back to the Future 10. Yeah, because for you, it's the
0: film that's just, like, it's
2: as it's top quality. Yeah. It's yeah. not
0: perfect, but it's top quality. Exactly, yeah. Right. yeah. So so eight and a
2: half. Eight and a half. um, jazz bands uh, that work for assassins out of 10. I
0: was wondering a little bit I and mean, I don't know if it's just because we work in the arts I was wondering about how they get into that jo- that job. Yeah. yeah, Is it like they're tonight's Did Do they have ac- to kill to get in? Yeah. yeah. Or is it like a, are they a guest act that get blindfolded until they're on the stage? You know? like, <laughs> Alright play where are we? Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Is that Ian McShane? No shut up. Yeah. <laughs> Quiet you. <laughs> um, for me I really enjoyed this film. Uh, I again it's it's not the, it, I kind of agree with Carmen. It's not the sort of film I would usually go and say, mm. "Oh, I really want to see this." Like I, I enjoy action films, but I sort of enjoy them when they kind of turn up unexpectedly. Yeah,
2: um, I'm not. And this film does turn up unexpectedly for a lot of people. Yeah. yeah. And the, the way it's it... like, boom! Oh, John Wick! Oh, this is really good. Not incredibly dumb, like I thought it was going to be. Yeah. It. I don't know anybody whose expectations it didn't beat. Yeah. I would say that.
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's 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 fun, um, it's it's enjoyable in a sort of death wish kind of yeah. way. And, and unless
2: you have a problem with the main themes, you're going to like it. Yeah.
0: If you don't like guns, violent films or video games, yeah. Uh, which we also see a little bit of in this film, then you're not gonna like this film. And yeah. nothing they were gonna do was gonna make it
2: work for like you. Like it. But if you're okay with that if you're you okay are with very it, very okay with this film. Yeah,
0: you're gonna have a good time. So I enjoyed it. I am gonna give John Wick uh, seven and a half exploding candles. Out of ten, <laughs> uh, nice. it, was, it was very enjoyable. Yeah. Uh, that brings us to the end of this episode. Jason and Carmen, thank you so much for joining me. Thank, thank you for you. having us on. Yeah. Hey, you're listening at home. Guess what? That means that you might have internet access. I don't know how you got this. Otherwise, <laughs> uh, if you do have internet access, we can be contacted via that service in a number of ways. You can find us on Facebook by searching for the Cinema Catch Up Club. Give the page a like uh, and you know, leave us reviews. Let us know what. Let us know what pet would have to be murdered for you to go go on that Do you have a tortoise that if some gangsters kicked out a window, you'd go on that that (laughs) bloodthirsty revenge? Uh, Let us know. Uh, We're also available on Patreon. You can become a member of the club, uh, get a few official bonus uh, extra goodies. Uh, We've just released um, the Third episode in our bonus series, The Cutting Room Floor, uh, which is where you get bonus content. It's a bit like the 40 minutes of John Wick yeah. that was cut out. You probably want to know what it was all about. But whether it influences the plot or not. Yeah, yeah. The, the arching plot of this two-year series. Does that have <laughs> my story about Downfall, about meeting the guy? It does. Oh,
2: um, there you go.
0: What's that? There's Downfall stuff. Then yeah. uh, you better go and find <laughs> out. Go to patreon.com. Uh, I imagine everybody else is really up and
2: then we're just really down because we were getting quite depressed after that film. You're
0: not wrong. <laughs> uh, but yes, go to patreon.com forward slash podcast. Uh, become an official member uh, it can just be a dollar a month and you get access to bonus podcasts like that Mm -hmm. and of course you can also subscribe to this series if this is your first time listening and you're like oh i'd like more we've got about 100 or so episodes already up and more coming out each and every week just find us on itunes or soundcloud or other podcasting and podcatching services but that's all for this week so until next time thank you for staying at the continental we hope you enjoyed your stay
3: Bye.
2: Oh, cat didn't like that. No.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> you have been listening to a Thought Jar Productions podcast. For more information, please visit thoughtjarproductions.com.